Hello, and welcome to Media Monday Show. As always, I'm not Gino. And I'm not John. And I'm I'm working on delivering that with more confidence. I don't think you hit it right there, but you know, you, you're coming, you're coming closer. You're, you're improving every day. <laughs> one step closer. But like, uh, welcome to episode 71 of Media Monday Show. Yeah. Um, 71. I, I don't have anything for that number at all. No, I don't either. I mean, it's old. Yes. Like this but is no- the point where like, I really think of people as being old. Not, not as old as Trump and Biden, but old. No. No, I think like the average age in office is like sixty-eight or something like that. Yeah, that needs to stop. We need to invest in guillotines. <laughs> anyway, uh, so episode seventy-one coming out on the fifth of October, twenty twenty, and um. Yeah, I don't know. So, I don't know. What have you been doing this last couple weeks, John? Um, Honestly, not a whole lot. I've actually been playing a lot of video games, uh, educating my children, um, trying not to die from smoke inhalation. Yeah. Lots yeah. of fire. Yeah, there's been... Uh, like, the fires aren't close to us, but the ash and smoke, it's just coming right our way. Like how far does that actually like like carry like? Um, like there are fires in Colorado, but we're being affected by the California fires. Oh, really? Yeah, like the ash is all coming from Colorado fires, but the smoke and air quality is just all of it. Okay. Yeah, but we're we're doing all right. We're staying indoors, and even if we didn't have to wear masks when we went out, we probably would. You know? Right. Yeah. And it's it's amazing how quickly it changes. It goes from very clear to all of a sudden you have this red sun and the air quality, like your eyes just start to burn. Fair enough. That sounds like, I don't know, I was going to say some sort of sci-fi movie. Yeah, it, it burns at night. That's, that's what we're going to call that. Okay. So on uh, Tuesday... Uh, the 30th, uh, Google, uh, released a new Chromecast. And, oh, cool. um, it is, it runs Android TV on it and it's got a remote and things. So it's not like the old Chromecast where you had to like cast things from your phone or whatever. So this is, this is like a Fire Stick or Roku or something like that. Is, is it like Fire Stick and Roku price? It's, uh, it's 50 bucks. Okay, so yes. Yeah, and it does 4K, HDR, Dolby Vision, like all this other stuff. And That's cool. um and it also has like all the apps that these things don't have. So like I uh I picked one up, I got it on Friday, and uh it's got like HBO Max and Peacock and stuff. And so I've been I've been watching a lot of HBO Max the last couple days actually. Um, just cause it's there and, and it does like a recommended for you sort of thing where it like pulls from all these different services that you have and says, all right, you should watch this or this or this. That's cool. It is pretty cool. I'm, I'm liking it a lot. 
and it's got like the Google Voice yeah. thing in it, so you can you can do like the Google Assistant stuff and tell it to like you can tell it to you want to watch like Stranger Things on Netflix and it'll load straight into Stranger Things. You don't have wow. to like go into Netflix and find the thing, and it's pretty cool. Yeah, that is. But um, yeah, so that's what I've been doing for the last week. Well, I guess since Friday, which is like two days now. <laughs> but um, I've watched a ton of stuff in the last like 48 hours. Uh, and we'll talk about that later in the what we're watching portion of things, I guess. Yeah. All right. So we want to get into some news then? Let's get into some news. All right. So uh, the Emmys happened. They did, apparently. Yeah. I mean, I missed this completely. I was completely unaware that this was something that was happening. Yeah. I wasn't real aware of it either. That I got a notification that Schitt's Creek swept the, the comedy Emmys. I am not surprised by this. I, I am happy that I have jumped on this bandwagon just before it all took off. Because <laughs> we have been watching Schitt's Creek and we are enjoying it quite a bit. Okay. Um, I guess it's like the most recent series season that... So I guess it's it's a pop network show. It is. Which I have no idea what that is. Right. Like it's a it's like a it's a channel. Uh who owns the pop network? No um, clue, but they do drop it on Netflix. It is owned by Viacom CBS. Okay. So uh, but yeah, it's it's written by Eugene Levy and his son Dan Levy, which play he plays his son in the show too. Yeah. And uh, like the, the his daughter's in there somewhere. I was looking at the she cast is. earlier. Have you seen any of it? I I watched uh, two episodes earlier today. Okay, she is the person who works in the the little restaurant in okay. town. Okay, yeah, that's that's she, who I thought it was. She's the waitress. Yeah. So wait, isn't there a scene where like I don't know? It seemed like she was like hitting on him, like. Like at the, like at the the tailgate party thing, the beginning of that. I don't think so necessarily. Um, I think she's just kind, and I don't know. I mean, he's very coded as gay. It, like so far, what I've seen, they've actually not come out and say that his character is gay or anything. But right, I don't know. But like in the scene, she's like, she's like, oh, it's you, and then she's like, I'm a little drunk, like, and like, I don't know, does like the, the drunk sort of, I'm into you sort of look. But uh, no, I, I think that's just who she is. Okay, fair enough. All right, moving on. Uh, Disney, Disney Plus, Disney. As a corporation, I guess the the people who are doing She Hulk uh, mm-hmm. have cast uh, Tatiana Maslany uh, okay. from Orphan Black. Oh yeah, I've heard this. Yeah, as She Hulk. Yeah, I always forget. Like, uh, like every time somebody says her name, I'm like, "Who is that?" And then they say the show, and I'm like, "Oh, okay, I know her." Yeah. 
Like, uh, she's she's like a really good actress. I, I mean, in that show, she played like so many different versions of that character. Yeah, and it shows a lot of versatility. Yeah. Um, the, the thing is that I don't think she looks that much like Mark Ruffalo. Right. They're supposed to be like cousins. Yeah, they're cousins, but still, you know, you'd, you'd think there'd be at least some family resemblance. But maybe. I mean, I I have been I have enjoyed anything that Disney has been doing for the past few years, so I'm sure this is going to be good. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Um, let's see here. I thought I had something else about She-Hulk. I can't remember what it was. I'll I'll think of it and put it in next week or two weeks. Okay. The next episode. <laughs> Um, we actually have an episode every week. We just don't tell you all about it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see here. I suppose I should have put that in the Disney section. Anyway, uh, family guy and Bob's burgers got two more seasons and I don't, I don't understand the family guy part. Like I feel like, I don't know. I suppose they can keep it going. And I mean, they they have to have it just to keep Seth Seth MacFarlane because he's already said that he wants to uh, um, he he's moving on to like the Peacock, I think. Right. Like, like he's kind of done with Fox. Yeah, I don't know, but yeah, two more seasons of these animated shows, and and they need them, I guess, because like they're they're probably running out of their. Their live action that they 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 probably need to build up a a back catalog basically of of things to just in case there's another pandemic I guess but like no like yeah. to get through the current one like there we're we're seeing an awful lot of like reality shows and animated shows and things that are easy to produce oh sure and I think that 2021 will be the year of the animated movie yeah. I think there's so many things that are being produced right now and animated and voice acted and everything mm-hmm. that I, I think it's going to be a crap ton of either adults or general audience animation. Yeah. Or, um, I don't know. There, there's, there's so much, so many things that are being pushed off as far as like movies go. Like it's going to be, I, I feel like there's, there's, there's a lot of movies that are going to come out next year that should have come out this year or, or like or finish this year that'll come out yeah. next year. I, I think once we once movie theaters are going in full swing then then there's going to be a bunch of them. There will be well the thing is that it's it's going to be real difficult for like those mid-budget movies to get in there because right. the the theaters are going to be booked full of things that didn't come out this year and that were made earlier this year. Right. So it's going to be difficult. Like places are going to have to fight over, you know, things or things are going to have to do the whole VOD thing even still just because they they can't compete because it's only tent poles and blockbusters that are going to be coming out for like most of 2021. Yeah, okay. Um I don't know what else what do you got? Um, Daniel Radcliffe has said that he's interested in doing another Harry Potter movie, but only if J.K. Rowling isn't uh, isn't involved, which is him just throwing down the gauntlet. 
Because there's no way for a Harry Potter universe thing to be made without her being involved. Right. But it's it's him saying to all of his fans, like, hey, I'm cool with this, but I'm not cool with working with her anymore. Right. So I just I just found that kind of interesting. But she has written so many things into her contracts that like she owns the the, the IP of it all completely. Yeah. So, yeah. It's it's kind of a moot point. Yeah. But I don't know. You're you're still standing up and saying no J.K. Rowling. Yeah, exactly. The way you're being. Exactly, exactly. And, you know, maybe if she makes a change, maybe we can see more Harry Potter movies. But that's definitely not going to happen anytime soon. Yeah. Uh, what else? Uh, let's see. What else do I have? Um, Alamo Drafthouse uh, is renting out their theaters um, for uh, $150 for people to come and watch whatever they want. Okay. Uh, so, does that apply to like new movies? Like, like if I want to go see Tenet for with all my friends? No, it's if you want to see any movie, like you bring the DVD or whatever. Oh, okay. Like you could you could air porn. You can show family films. You can do whatever. Okay. And they're just renting out uh, for $150. But every person has to spend at least $15 in concessions as well. Okay. That kind of makes sense. Yeah. You watch your, your sweeted videos. What, what was that yes, movie? Exactly. Be Kind Rewind? Yeah, I've watched it. I don't really like it. You know? Yeah. Okay. Uh, but I think we've I, talked I, I about do... that before. I do enjoy the concept of it. It's just so stupid because the only thing that they did that was illegal was to tape over the original tapes. <laughs> like, there's no law against saying, you know, making your own parody of anything. They literally could have continued to do it. It just can't use the actual Lion King VHS. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's that's a thing with Alamo Drafthouse. Okay. And some other theaters have announced that, but uh, we'll get into that in just a minute, I think. Okay. Um, um, let's see. Did I add this next one, or did you? You did. Okay. Well, AMC has sold a crap ton of stock to be able to stay afloat, um, but uh, according to a lot of analysts, they seem to think that they only have six more months of liquidity to be able to stay open, to... To keep leasing their locations and everything. Okay. So if they aren't if they aren't able to open theaters within the next six months, AMC goes under completely. Yeah, I'm I'm interested to see how this goes. Um, I don't know that that'll happen. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know if six months is reasonable or not. It might. I mean, be. if you would have asked me six months ago right. i'd be like oh sometime around october is probably when it'll all start kicking back in um but also in movie news um because um no time to die has been pushed to uh april of next year 
uh, Cineworld, which is the company that owns Regal, right, have closed all 543 Regal locations in the United States, plus all of the UK locations. So what what kind of closes this? I, I was looking into this myself earlier. Do you know, do you know like they, it, the term that they used were was shuttering theaters? So they are closing them completely down and laying off all employees. Okay. And it's kind of funny because my local Regal just advertised, hey, you can come and watch any movie you want and rent out an entire theater. And so, yeah, like, like apparently uh, employees found out about this through the news. They were not informed by their corporate headquarters at all. Hmm. And so there are people that might even show up tomorrow and just come to a locked door that they can't get through. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, but it's their way of, uh, like, not hemorrhaging money. They're literally firing all employees, all managers, everything. They're pay- not paying power bills or anything. They're paying for security and leases, and that's it. Yeah. I I mean, I don't know. I guess you got to do what you got to do to keep your 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 brand alive to keep your yeah business alive but... I, I just I, I feel as though uh tenant didn't bring them any money at all right and because this next blockbuster was pushed back they're like okay fine we're closing everything just screw it we're not we're not doing this anymore screw you guys i'm going home exactly and that's that's exactly what they've done um let's see in less theater um, affiliated stuff. Ink Masters has suddenly ended after 13 seasons. Suddenly? Yeah, it's because uh, images have surfaced of one of the hosts wearing blackface. Okay. That'll do and, it. Yeah, and apparently the ratings were a little bit lower, and so rather than just having it come back, it just they're just like, nope, 13's it. Okay. Um, I've never actually watched Ink Masters, but... I've seen like, an I, episode I've, or two. Like, the only thing that I've seen is the one where they, they supposedly tattoo people with, like, horrible things that their partners pick out. Okay. Have you seen this at all? No. It's like, if I designed a tattoo for you and you designed a tattoo for me, and then you are blindfolded while they tattoo you, <laughs> and it could be... You know, like you with uh, Gene Wilder saying you have magic hands on your belly. (laughs) And, you know, on my back it says crap for days or something like that. (laughs) Like, I don't think that they actually tattoo these people, but they very well might. But it's some horrible, horrible stuff. Um, Let's see. The Chinese movie Leap beat out Mulan at the box office. What, What is this movie? It's uh, it's just a movie that was filmed in China and was released, and it is uh, officially outpacing Mulan. Um, I think it's a family film. Okay. Is it? Uh, it's not the ballerina. No. It's movie a live action thing. Okay. Chinese movie. Here we go. Did you find it? Biographical film directed by Peter Chan and starring... Uh, the film is based on the China women's national volleyball team's 
stories spread over more than 40 years. That's it. It was about volleyball. That's it. I remember that. And it's that beating now. Mulan? It, it's, it's beaten Mulan, yeah, at the box office in China. Okay. Yeah. Um, a lot of people blame pirating because of it. Yeah. But others are just saying it's because Mulan is not a good movie, so. Yeah. I haven't watched it. Yeah, like I, said, I haven't okay. either. Like, honestly, all of the live-action Disney stuff, uh, like, Aladdin was okay, but it's it's the only exception. All the other live-action stuff has just been very blah to me. Like, I don't see the point in it. Okay. I don't know. Like, I, I thought, like, um, Beauty and the Beast was okay. I don't know. The thing is, is that with Beauty and the Beast, they did CGI for the Beast, and... He didn't have any emotion. Like, his facial features yeah. were just not very expressive. While the animated one, he's got all kinds of expressions. Like, That's you can true. see, like, his anger and his his frustration and everything. And you would think that they would be able to do that more with, like, you know, facial capture stuff. Mm-hmm. But they didn't. It just, it just wasn't good. I'll, I'll talk you out of any live-action Disney movie. Like, Lion King was okay, but I, I, I still wonder why it exists. Like, it didn't do anything better than the original. Yeah. And same thing for Aladdin. Like, it's one of those things, it didn't do anything better than. No. Like, I guess with I Aladdin, they at least gave Jasmine a bit more of a right. role. But, like, like my kids... They watched it, and then the next day they watched the animated one, and they have not come back to the live-action one. That's always my test with a kid movie. Mm-hmm. If my kids watch it a dozen times, then that means it's a hit. It might not be a good movie, but it's a hit. And if they never come back to it, then just you know, forget about it. Right. Um. So we're talking about Mulan. Uh, I'm gonna throw this in here. So uh, Mulan on Tuesday. Uh, is coming to um, other video services, so like Amazon, Vudu, Fandango Now, and some others. Okay, like VOD. Yeah, uh, but it's still going to be thirty bucks. Okay, so what you could do is you can buy it on those things, or you can get a subscription and rent it forever for thirty dollars. Right. Well, yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, that's. That's going to finally be available to you if you don't have Disney Plus. Yeah. Now, is it $30 to rent? No, it's to buy, I believe. To buy, okay. Well, then that's that's a better deal than what Disney's offering. Yeah. Because um, right now, they're charging $30 and plus $6.99 a month on top of that to have it. Right. I don't know if they're going to... If, if you paid for the $30 of that, if it's going to connect to movies anywhere at some point, or we'll see. Um, but yeah, like, it, it really needs to do that. Otherwise, yeah, I agree. It's it's a better yeah. deal to just buy it from wherever. Yeah, which is a weird thing for Disney to do. But um, I don't know, like thirty bucks a pop. They're they're still gonna make a ton of money on this, I think. 
I, I mean, that's assuming the people who don't have Disney Plus. I mean, people who have Disney Plus and who have watched it, right. they're not going to buy it again. That's true. Um, speaking of VOD stuff, uh, so Bill and Ted three, uh, made like thirty two million dollars on VOD. Awesome. How Which, much did it cost to make that? Um, I I was re- I was looking at like numbers and stuff for that, and uh, like they they covered what they they put into it is what I read. Uh, I think the thing that I see, their budget was $25 million. So I bet you with advertising and everything. Yeah. So there was like $15 million in advertising? Okay, yeah. Um, but like the, the way they did it, I read, this, they, they did like um, a, instead of like a flat amount or something, they did like a, a percentage of something. I can't remember. I don't know how... They do, like, you know, what money they take in, what percentage or how they, it was a, it was a structured deal where they got like a percentage of something and because of like all the VOD stuff, they, they made that money back plus what they, they spent on advertising. That's good. And so, yeah, it's, it's, it seems to make VOD on like day and date release viable it does yeah yeah and the thing is i mean it's going to continue to make money and when it you know starts going off to streaming services and all that kinds of stuff right yeah so that'll put them definitely in the positive that's good because bill and ted 3 wasn't a bad movie it was it was decent enough it wasn't great i still haven't watched one of those things that if i would have went to the theater i wouldn't have hated myself yeah I uh, was gonna say. Um, now I'm forgetting what I was gonna say. Anyway, yeah, I I haven't watched it. Um, oh yeah, I keep getting. You still asked haven't watched it. it. No. Gio, we were going to watch this together. You I know, asshole. and then Plex just failed us, and so I haven't gotten back to it. Oh, Gino. <laughs> uh, we we just talked about how I don't I don't like movies anymore. Yeah, and you've always had poor follow through. <laughs> like, um, like I watched, I watched Hamilton in the last couple of weeks, and man, was that a slog for me? Because <laughs> <laughs> that's that's like twice as long as like most of the movies I watch. So, like, um, Beck has been wanting to watch uh, Unpregnant. Yeah, and I'm I'm kind of on board with this movie, but I keep reading it and I'm going, okay, it's an hour and forty four minutes, like, not right now. <laughs> uh, That's what keeps so what happening. You're is our podcast is longer than your attention span right now. Yes. <laughs> okay. Good to know. Good to know. All right. Um, what else we got in the news? Uh, let's see. Uh, over the next four weeks. The WWE is going to take over all of their talents Twitch accounts and all of their third party accounts. Okay. So that means these performers, these people who work for the WWE, what they were doing before on Twitch is they would, you know, play video games or whatever, and people would do subscriptions and they'd get, you know, their cut of it, their Twitch cut or whatever. You know, they get paid directly. And so what the WWE now is saying that, oh, well, 
we're going to take over those things. You're going to still do it. And we're going to give you up to 25% of what you make on Twitch. What? That is not right at all. And if you do go without that, if you don't do that, then we will fine you and maybe even terminate you from your contract. I don't know. At this point, I'd almost be okay with that if I were them. I mean, if you're a big enough name and you're doing this, yeah, I'd say go ahead and say fuck you to them. Yeah. But yeah, so over the next few weeks, if you are out there listening and you watch a WWE performer on Twitch, um, they are officially not getting any of your subs or anything. Your your donations, right. your money. They don't get their donations either? Like, donations like are... Anything that's coming through Twitch has right. to go through WWE before they get their cut. Donations don't go through Twitch. Okay, well, I mean, just anything. Like, if they have a Patreon that's linked to Twitch. Okay. Anything, any place where they're making money right now, if it's not through the WWE, the WWE says, hey, that belongs to us because your name belongs to us. Yeah. So what do you mean over the next four weeks? It's over the next four weeks they're going to start doing that. Okay. It's it's just them linking in. And basically just stealing revenue from their people. Yeah. So, you know, fuck WWE. Um, so we talked about, um, let's see here. We talked about the No Time to Die being pushed to April. Uh, Black Widow's been officially pushed to May 7th of 2021. And uh, the Eternals is pushed to uh, December, like early December of 2021. I, okay, of 2021. I, I thought you were yeah. going to say this year. It's like, that's not going to happen. No, no, no. Not this year, next year. Like, I was reading an article. They, they are done with the Eternals. And they have moved it to a year later. Okay. Um, I mean, I think there's probably, storyline-wise, there's a lot of stuff that has to come out before it. Yeah. Well, it's really just Black Widow. Is like it Eternals just Black was Widow? supposed to be the next movie after Black Widow. Uh, okay. Well, I mean, what about um, Morbius? And what about, uh, there was another one. Um, I can't think of it. But seriously, I thought there was like one or two other ones that were supposed to come out this year. Um, I mean, those were, Morbius was a Sony Marvel. Well, I don't have any partnership, but still their storylines all inter- intertwine. Does it? I didn't know that it was going to be part of the MCU. Oh, yeah, it's it's part of the Spider-Man Homecoming thing. Like, okay. It's, it's, that, it's that specific Spider-Man Morbius is. Like, there's a scene that was in the trailer where it's the vulture from the first Spider-Man movie talking to him. Okay. So they're, they're very much... I, I thought it was going to be like Venom, where it takes place in its own little universe. But no, it's it's part of the MCU storyline. Okay. Um, I don't know. Uh, let's see. Actually, let's see here. The Eternals is November fifth of twenty twenty one. Okay. And uh, apparently, there were like some toy releases, like leaks for Eternals. So we know that the. 
the um like the major villain's gonna be uh crow Kro oh. crow yeah I, I I honestly don't know that much about the eternals right I, I I read into this while I was waiting on you to get online so okay um I'm glad you've done your research yes uh I don't know it looks interesting he's he's immortal as well and shapeshifter and could be fun yeah it's I mean it's got uh, Camille Nanjiani in it as well he's one of the immortal or the eternals yeah um let's see here also uh they're they're remaking the west side story i guess and it's been moved to uh december of 2021 as well as it's supposed to come out this year i feel pretty also pretty (laughs) like honestly i don't know anything else about that other than that song yeah that and uh uh there's um what is it? When you're a jet, you're a jet all the way in the... Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know that. Okay. Have you never seen it? No, I've never seen West Side Story. Okay. It's it's Romeo and Juliet. Yo, I know the, I know the <laughs> plot of it. Okay. But, yeah. It's, they yeah, they need to do the, the same thing that, like, they, the Leonardo DiCaprio, uh, Claire Danes... Romeo and Juliet, they need to do that to the West Side Story. Yeah, have Boz Lerman just jump in there head first. <laughs> um, uh, Actually, isn't see. that where the, like, the thing, like, crazy, cool, da-da-da-da, isn't that like where that's from? Uh, I'm not sure. Or, or is that just the Gap commercial? I don't know. Okay. It might be. I have no clue. I, I mean, Sarah would probably know this. Yes. Probably. If she'd ever guest star on our show. Or listen to it once. Right. <laughs> um, let's see here. What else you got? All right. So uh, Saturday Night Live is going to be filming in person. And they're uh, officially going to test all audience members uh, before they get in the building. And then have quick tests once they get up to the studio. Okay. So they will take their temperature and they will wait in the lobby and they will have a quick test that apparently will process over 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. And if they pass that, then they're allowed up into the studio. Didn't they, didn't they do something like that for the debates, though? The debate? I, I think so. And that obviously went well. Yeah, there's there's at least one person they didn't test there. Right? Yeah. Um, Let's see. Uh, You got anything else? Uh, So, uh, Borat 2. What what was the the title of it? It's it's like... um, like The the actual title is like Borat um, Subsequent Movie Film. And then there's yeah. the subtitle of Gift of Pornographic Monkey to Vice Premier Mikhail Pence to make benefit recently diminished nation of Kazakhstan. Yeah. And like I watched the trailer for this and it looks it looks great. I'm so excited for Borat too. It comes out the on is, uh, the 23rd. I saw Borat in theaters. 
Okay. <laughs> and really, that's the only way to experience it. You've got to be in an audience that where you're w- surrounded by 150 people screaming and cringing the entire time. <laughs> and I just don't, I don't know if watching this at home, even if with a group of friends can possibly compare to that. Fair enough. But I love Sasha Baron Cohen. I, I enjoy all of his stuff. In fact, um, I have to do my, the ring thing. And if you haven't seen Brothers Grimsby, <laughs> go out and see it right now. I'll, I'll wait. Like, right. I saw that, and I had to share it with everybody that visited me. Like, I had my mother visit and my father visit. And you, you, it's like, you, we're going to You that with movie. your parents? Oh, yeah. I watched <laughs> it with my parents. Oh, the, man. The video equivalent of herpes. You just pass it on to everybody else. <laughs> Oh, it's funny. Um, but uh, if you haven't seen the trailer, like he's he's all like, like now I'm very recognizable. So he he goes and gets like a fat suit, <laughs> and like I I don't know. Um, he still does like the man on the street sort of thing. The and like shows up at like Mike Pence's speech. To offer him a pornographic monkey, apparently. <laughs> but yeah, um, it it looks pretty funny. Uh, let's see here. Peacock uh, is now on Roku. They have solidified that deal, so uh, now you can watch Peacock on Roku. Oh, good. So still not on the Fire Stick. Yep. And uh, HBO Max is still not on either. Mm-hmm. But I don't care anymore. <laughs> okay. I'm glad that Gino doesn't care. <laughs> all right. Um, I think that does it for the news. Yeah, that's that's all I've got. All right. Uh, we'll jump into some returning shows here that I just wanted to mention uh, before we get into new releases. Uh, One Day at a Time, which started out on Netflix and then moved to the Pop Channel is uh, going to be airing on CBS in the next couple weeks. Um, this, it's, this is an interesting transition for this show. That is. But didn't you just say that Pop was owned by CBS? Yes, it is. So that's, that's an upgrade for them. Yes, yes. But uh, the fact that it was picked up from Netflix, which Netflix canceled the show, um, and then is now going to be on broadcast TV is interesting in itself, I think. Um, let's see here. I, I have a note here that Ellen's Game of Games comes back on NBC in the next couple of weeks, but I, I watched it on NBC this evening, so apparently it's going currently. Uh, I, I guess there's new episodes coming. Okay. In the next couple weeks. Like, I mean, they filmed all this before her career kind of blew up. Like, yeah. How is the ratings doing on this? Do you know? No idea. Okay. Well, you watched it at least. Yes. Okay. Was it good? It's, it's, it's got bits I've already seen. Just. Okay. Like, they redo some games. So, I don't know. But it's. It's pretty good. It's, okay. They're they're funny games. Like there was one where 
Uh, you got three people standing up on a platform with a giant boot behind them, and they have like a, a target strapped to their back. And they have to, they've got like 30 seconds to name a song that has a certain word either in the title or the lyrics. And if they get it right, it moves on to the next person. If they get it wrong, then the boot goes back in a, like a section. And then once okay. they've, once they've uh, missed three of them, then the boot kicks them in the target and knocks them down into, like they've got a pit of foam. Um, so there's that. And then they had one, like, a lot of things happen in giant pits of foam. Um, I don't know. They do that, and then they have, like, a like a trivia sort of thing at the end. And, like, you gotta get the questions right to not get dropped through the floor. Like, did you ever see that old Russian roulette game show on the Game Show Network? Uh, no. Like, that, that game was, like, you, you're standing in a spot on the floor, and you pull, uh, a lever and like the highlight moves around the different spots on the floor. And then if it hits you, then the floor opens up and you drop through it. Yeah. 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 It's, it's similar to that in that, like they just drop people through the floor and you watch them go down a tube and it's, it's pretty funny. And it's kind of, I don't know. It's a little sadistic, I guess, but it is, but quite frankly, we need that now. Yes. (laughs) Uh, let's see here. Moving on, uh, Swamp Thing, which was on, uh, DCU, is now going to be on CW. Oh, really? Um, yeah. Uh, is CW, uh, CW is a Warner product, isn't it? It is, yeah. So, yeah, like HBO Max and the Warner Studios there are, have all that and, yeah, I guess they're they're putting that on CW. I mean, that's interesting. I just when I think CW and I think uh, a lot of their stuff, it's it's a little bit more angsty. Yeah. But I mean, they they played an episode of Taskmaster, so they're 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 branching out. That's true, but they canceled it too. They didn't did. They? Yes. So you know, after one episode. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, also on the CW, uh, Supernatural is coming back for its last seven episodes. It's it's on, like, season 17, 18, something like that. I thought it was even more than that. Like, I watched, I don't know, the first five seasons of it, and then I forgot that it existed, and then I was like, oh, there's Supernatural. What do you mean, season 15? Oh, they are on season 15. Uh, and it's the last season, uh, and the last, like, seven episodes of it. The, there's been, like, uh, like, 13 episodes or something like that already, and then the last seven of them are going to start airing, um, like, later this, in the next couple weeks. I mean, what are these guys going to do? Um, there was somebody... That was in Supernatural. That was in something else recent. The uh, that was coming out. I can't remember what it was, but yeah, they got jobs. <laughs> okay, good for them. I mean, how do they know how to do anything else? Right, they're probably typecast as something in whatever they're. Yeah, they've got to be like monster hunters or something like that, right? right? Yeah, maybe. Um, 
But that's that's notable returning shows. Let's get into some new releases. Um, Netflix has an animated series, uh, Fast and Furious Spy Racers. Uh, so it's an animated series set in the Fast and Furious universe. It's a like a kids style animated series. I animated series. I think. Um, don't quote me on that. So if you if your kids watch it and they and they they learn something like stealing cars or something, then ah, as long as they're you know being safe. But uh, it looks like they're going to be spies and they're just going to race around and stuff. So. Yeah, I mean, does that play with, like, the Fast and the Furious? Like, how is this related to the actual Fast and Furious? Oh, um, like, the the newer ones are more, like, like heisty, kind of, like, and spy stuff fits right in. Okay. Like, uh, didn't you see Hobbs and Shaw? Yeah, I did. That's that's the only one I've seen since... They're, yeah, the, they're the, the most recent ones are a lot like that. Okay. Uh, let's see here. There is a show called The Haunting of Bly Manor that's coming, uh, which is, uh, you remember that one show? It was like The Haunting of, uh, Hill House? Yeah. Uh, so they're, they're doing the same thing to that show that American Horror Story did and doing an anthology series where it's the same cast doing a different story. Oh, that's cool. And this is uh, The Haunting of Bly Manor. Okay. I know a lot of people who would be really into that. I'm not into that, but, you know. Yeah. That's very popular and very apt for its release. Yeah. And, uh, I don't know, I've heard I've heard The Haunting of Hill House is really creepy and scary. And, and it maybe, is. Maybe it... The Haunting of Bly Manor will be as well, for those who yeah. want it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've seen The Haunting of Hill House and things like that. Uh, let's see here. Um, there's a reality comedy show called The Cabin with Burt Kreischer. Okay. Who's Burt Kreischer? Uh, he is a stand-up comedian. And, uh, so he, like, goes to a cabin to, um, I don't know, like, get away from things and, and, like, he does things like, uh, like massage therapy and um like um meditation and stuff like that on the show and he has like celebrity visitors come with him and do these things okay um there's there's a bunch of people that are like be the celebrities i guess okay um let me see if i can find the, the list of uh, people here, there was like, um, and it's not here. Okay. Uh, Kaylee Kuoko from, um, from, uh, Big Bang Theory is yeah. on there and she's probably the, the biggest star. Gabriel Iglesias is there. Nikki Glaser, other comedians. Um, I'm sure those are like his friends too, you know? Uh, Anthony Anderson, Joel McHale, I guess, is probably the biggest one. I don't know. I mean, Joel McHale has not had, like, the most flourishing career over the past 
you know, five years. Yeah. But I put him on the same level as Kaylee Kuoko. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I, I guess that's fair. Um, but yeah, so like these people are going to come and th there's like a scene where they're like in like camo bee suits, like messing with bees. Okay. And like they're in a hot tub or like, I, I don't know. It looks interesting. Like I may watch an episode or two of it. Um, just to see what it's like. But it, it looks like it could be funny. Um, they've also got a uh, like HGTV style uh, dream home makeover show, um, which is like a like a couple that is like we we redid our home and then we turned it into a business and and now we're redoing your home and and so okay. they're just making over spaces in people's homes. Okay. And, and I thought it was going to be like an interior decoration kind of thing, but no, they have like saws and stuff, and they're like making spaces. So yeah, renovating and everything. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then there's a show called Grand Army, which is about a a uh, bunch of stories from a high school in like New York City, I think. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Brooklyn Public High School. Uh, okay. And it is like an adaption uh, of a play into a 10-episode series. Um, okay. And it's like, I don't know, it's like a diverse group of students like you would have in that sort of environment. And like things that are happening to them. Um, like there's... There's, like, one scene where, like, uh, there's the national anthem and people take a knee during it, and it causes an uproar. Uh, looked like there was one where, like, there may have been, like, some sort of explosion or something and everybody's freaking out. Like, it's a bunch of different, like, situational stories in this school. Okay. Um, it is, uh, it's a drama, so it's, it's, it's a more serious show. Yeah, those just aren't my cup of tea. Um, that's it for Netflix for the next couple of weeks. Uh, Hulu has a series called Hellstrom, which is a Marvel series. Okay. Um, yeah. And it's it's a drama horror series. Uh, let's see here. The uh, there's an institutionalized mother of two adult children with superpowers who moonlight as demon hunters. Uh, drawing on their backgrounds is offspring of Satan. Okay. Um, it looks really creepy. But, um, yeah, it's, it, it's a Marvel show, but. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's it looks really creepy, and I, even though I'm all like I want to watch Marvel shows, I think I'm not gonna watch this just because it's it's a horror show. Yeah, I mean I I might give it an episode. Yeah, I guess I I don't know. You didn't see the trailer, so. <laughs> okay, fair. Yeah, that's fair. That's it's, very fair. Yeah, it's really creepy and really weird. And, um. And the th the blurb here tells me that 
they're the offspring of Satan, but the the trailer makes that um, like uh, you don't know that. So maybe I'm giving away things I shouldn't be. Anyway, I, I I think that's one of those things that it's it's you know known by people who read the comic. Yeah, that's probably true. So I don't think you're giving too much away in that kind of an instance, you know. Yep, fair enough. Uh, moving on, uh, Disney Plus has a show called The Right Stuff. I think it's a okay. show. Let me verify that. Uh, yeah, it looks like a show. Yeah. Uh, and it's part of the... It was originally developed for Nat Geo and it's going to be on Disney Plus. Uh, it's about um, like the early days of America's space program. Okay, I mean, that's, that's cool. Um, I like a lot of the Geo stuff. But yeah, it looks pretty cool. I, I saw, like, an ad for it on... I don't remember where. It may have been while I was watching football or something the other night. Um, but it, it, looks, it looks interesting. If you're into, like, that kind of stuff. The space program. Yeah. How that all came about. Um, let's see here. Traditional TV. Uh, AMC has a show called Soulmates. And um, it is a six-episode anthology series uh, set 15 years in the future when new technology allows every person on the planet to know the identity of their soulmate. Yeah. And, like, watching the trailer, it had people going, you seem so happy with whoever you were dating. Why are you going to go take the test? And they're all like, well, I could be happier. <laughs> and, um, I don't know. I It seems interesting. Uh, I may give yeah, it an episode I mean, or two. There's a lot to, like, um, oh, there's one where there's, like, a timer in your arm, and it tells you the exact moment you're going to meet. Yes. One that, uh... Like a foreign show? I don't, I don't know. I, I think that was just a movie. Or yeah, a movie. I meant. I thought it was a foreign movie. I think it's actually called Timer. Okay. I don't know. Um, but yeah, there there's something else. Yeah, Timer. Um. Did you ever watch uh, the that YouTube series that's supposed to be? No. Like, no? Okay. No. Like, I... I don't feel as though I've watched any YouTube series. I procured it. It's, it's a, like an anthology series of... Um, it's where they... They're, there's like the line and people there and it's called like below the line or something like that. Okay. And like people above it live in like a fancy life with all sorts of technology and stuff. And then people below the line are like poor and, and the, and the people above the line go to like slum. Like, yeah. I, I don't know, but like there's, I, I, there's I one episode of that where that. they, they have like a service where you're supposed to, uh, meet your uh, your soulmate, and so like 
this guy goes and signs up for the service and he goes and he 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 runs into um a man who like an older man um it was it's uh paid by uh what's his face al bundy uh, ed o'neill yeah um and so like he runs into this guy and he's like oh they must have made a mistake and they're like well you want to hang out and have a drink or something anyway and and it, and they end up like together like they're they're like two straight men that end yeah. up like together and they're like oh well maybe they didn't make a mistake <laughs> and and then like the the service that did it was all like no we made a mistake and they're like no we must be together now <laughs> <laughs> yeah um that's what this made me think of but much more serious and um, but I, I, I think I want to, I think I'll give that an episode or so. It's sure. on AMC. Um, let's see here. Fox has a show called Next, which is about a, uh, like an AI in the future that is like, like there's a guy who created AI who's like warning about how it could get out of control and. And, like, take over the world kind of thing. And then, like, AI gets out of control and is, like, trying to kill him. But everyone's all <laughs> yeah. like, no, you're just being paranoid. And, um, I don't know. It, it looks interesting. Uh, it's from the producers of uh, 24. Okay. So, it's it, it looks very actionful. Well, yeah, yeah. I don't think they could do anything else. Um... But I may give that a shot as well, episode or two. Uh, and that's on Fox, which means it'll probably be on Hulu the next day. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Uh, NBC has a special called Closer Look Thursday, which uh, if you're familiar with uh, Seth Meyers' show, he does a closer look on each closer look segment on each show. Um. And this is like a primetime version of that. Okay. It's a half-hour special, um, probably talking about election things. Okay. Um, and that's that's on NBC on Thursday the 8th. And then uh, ABC has a remake of Supermarket Sweep. Okay. Um, Isn't this the one where you run through the supermarket and you get as much stuff as you can? Yes. Okay. Uh, so it's a revival of that classic show, uh, and it's hosted by Leslie Jones. Okay. Um. So I, I'm interested to see how it goes. Like I've I've seen like episodes of Supermarket Sweep on um, on like Buzzer or whatever on Pluto. Mm-hmm. And uh, everything's all like a dollar fifty, and now these same things that were like a dollar fifty are going to be like four dollars. Yeah. And I'm interested to see what uh, how that all goes because like it's they're like uh, you know like um, they they play pricing games and things like that before they yeah 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 you've got to win the sweep. You you win the time and then you you have so much time to go through and. And get as much as you can. Yeah. 
And I'm, I'm interested to see how big those numbers are because, like, a cart full of groceries now is, like, is is like 200 bucks compared to yeah. what it used to uh, be. Yeah. yeah, it's a couple hundred bucks, yeah. And that's if you're trying to save money. Just yeah. think if you're trying to grab yeah. the most expensive things you can. Yeah, it's just like, throw all the lobsters in here, now! Yeah, you're limited to, like, five of each item. Okay, fine. Throw five lobsters. <laughs> no, the big ones. The, yes, the big ones. All right. Um, let's see here. Well, that's it for TV. Uh, there's some streaming movies. Um, Amazon Prime has a couple movies, and they're all like horror movies. Um, yeah. Black Box is the first one, and it is... Um, it's about a man who uh, has is involved in a car crash and it kills his wife and he's left as a single father but it, like the car crash ruined his memory and he does things like forgets he has a daughter and uh. like doesn't pick her up from school and stuff so like he enrolls in like a, a experimental therapy to um, get his memories back and then like creepy shit happens in his memories. Well, I'm sure. It, um, it's like total recall. He's going to find out that he wasn't the one he wasn't the one who died in the car crash. It was his wife or you know, the other way around. Right, yeah. Maybe. Ooh, know. that's it. That's that's exactly what it is. And then uh there's one called Nocturne uh which is about a um, I believe this is the one that was about a girl in a music school. Uh, like she's got a twin sister that's doing really well. And, um, there's like this other girl that, um, like kills herself, but like after going crazy and then like the, the, the twin sister who's not doing as well, like gets the, the music theory book of, the crazy girl and starts studying it and is like doing everything she can to beat out her twin sister. Okay. And it gets really creepy. Like she goes crazy and is like, it's, it's like murdery and stuff. Um, but that's, that's another horror movie on Amazon prime. Um, let's see here. More horror stuff. Cause it's October. Uh, Hulu has a movie called, uh, books of blood. Uh, which is a, um, it's, I think it's got like multiple stories in the same movie is I think how it works. Okay. Uh, but the books of blood is a series of horror fiction collection written by British Arthur Clive Barker. Um, and, uh, that's, uh, this is. There were six volumes of Books of Blood. I don't know how many of those stories are going to be in this particular movie. I think there's only like three. Okay. Well, that means that every Halloween they could probably do more if they make if they do well. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that's coming out on Hulu. Uh, like looking at the trailer, there, like, there was one story where, um. There's like a medium and they, they put him in like a, an observation room and like everybody's standing in like the, like he's standing naked in like this room that's just like 
white void kind of room and they're looking through a one-way mirror and he's all like they need dark and like the lights go out and it comes back on and he's like curled up in a ball and there's like things written in blood over all of the walls and okay that sounds creepy yeah 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 so that's that's like the first one and then there's like a girl staying at somebody's house and I don't know. Uh, yeah, yeah, they're they're all just creepy stories. Okay. I mean, I sometimes enjoy reading that stuff, but I yeah, it's never my thing. Yeah. Um, Disney Plus has a uh like a true story kind of movie called Clouds. Uh, about a uh, high school boy with uh, cancer and he like makes a song and it gets goes viral and um I don't know it's about him like dealing with that and dating and stuff okay um I don't know it's it's kind of it's uh, like fault in our starsy okay yeah so, um, but that's on Disney Plus. And then uh, there's Netflix has a bunch of movies coming. Uh, there's uh, Hubie Halloween, which is a new Adam Sandler movie. Okay. Um, and he plays like a guy in a town that is like. Like he annoys the police and he annoys everyone else and then like crazy stuff happens on Halloween and he's the only one that can save them. Like, okay. like he calls the police all the time and they they just hang up on him. And then so like when stuff really actually starts happening then nobody believes him. I don't know. So is this live action with Adam Sandler? Yes. Okay. Uh, let's see here. There's a movie called The 40-Year-Old Version, uh, which is, um, a, like, autobiographical movie, um, about, uh, Rada Blank, and, uh, she's a once-promising playwright who, uh, reinvigorates her creativity when she begins rapping. Okay. Um, and it's kind of funny, and uh, I don't know. It's about an almost forty-year-old woman that takes up rapping, and the the things she raps about are are funny, uh, but not like not like intended to be funny, but like just the fact that she's older and trying to rap about like kids on crack and stuff. Yeah. Um, but it, that looks interesting. Uh, there's a movie called The Babysitter's Guide to Monster Hunting. Okay. Uh, which is, um, it's kind of a, it'd probably be about your kid's age appropriate, like ZZ age. Sure. A little older, maybe. Uh, where... Uh, the, there's, they're babysitting for a kid, girls babysitting kids, and the kids get kidnapped by monsters, and then, like, another babysitter shows up and is all like, I'm from this babysitting agency, and we've been 
dealing with monsters since the Crusades, and um, <laughs> and they're like, they're like, we have to rescue this kid before her their parents get back, and so like, we've got like three hours to rescue this kid, and they've got like a whole like secret society of babysitters that yeah. I mean, this this strikes me as like a '90s direct-to-video movie. Yes, it does. You know, uh, but that's not necessarily a bad thing. I mean, it, it sounds like an interesting concept, like a funny just joke concept. So yeah, my, my, I might have my kids check this out. Um, and then uh, there's a movie called "The Trial of the Chicago Seven. Um. Which was originally headed to theaters, but now it's a Netflix exclusive. Yeah. Um, and it's about uh, a uh, protest of the 1968 Democratic National Convention uh, mm -hmm. that resulted in the arrest and trial of a group of protesters. Uh, this is written and directed by Aaron Sorkin. Oh, so it's a lot of talky protesters. Yes. Okay. <laughs> And it stars uh, Sasha Baron Cohen, Eddie Redmayne, uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, uh, Michael Keaton. Uh, so it's got a number of people. That's quite the cast. Yeah. Um, and it's about uh, this trial and like the, the judge being racist and like everything being against them and all this other stuff, and they're just trying to stop the Vietnam War. Yeah. Well, I mean, that sounds interesting. I'm not big in the whole, you know, political time capsule movie, but, you know, it's got a good cast in Aaron Sorkin. Yeah. So, that might push me over the edge to see it. Um, it, it actually looked pretty good. Um, not that I watch movies. Yeah, they're just too long. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's kind of it for new releases for the next two weeks. Okay. Well, what you been watching? I I've been watching um all the things. Uh, where to start? I watched uh, the Mapleworth murders, and I well, think I had watched some of that the last time, hadn't I? Uh, maybe, or it might have just been when we were talking and playing a game or something. Okay, yeah, so it's a Quibi show, and, um, it is, um, from, uh, Paula Pell, who's, uh, yeah. Helen on AP Bio. Yeah, yeah. And she she's the main character. She was a writer for SNL for a long time. Do what? She was a writer on SNL for a long time. Oh, was she? Yeah. Okay. Uh, but she plays the main character and like she lives in this town where like people are always getting murdered and the cops are are idiots and so she's always solving the murders. And she's okay, uh, yeah. it's like a murder she wrote kind of thing where like she's a Yeah, or, or Miss Marple or something like that. Yeah. And so like there are there are twelve episodes and they're like like they're in three episode stories and uh, each one, like, somebody gets murdered, and then, like, she figures out who they are, and then the person, like, like, attacks her or whatever, and she's all like, she's like, how would you write yourself out of this? 
And then, <laughs> like, she goes to, like, do the exact same thing that she would do in the novels and things uh, never happen the way she expects them to be, but she survives. And it's, 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 uh, and the, the humor is really adult. Um, but it's, it's pretty good. Uh, let's see here. Bob's Burgers is back and I watched that. Um, like the, the most recent episode, there's only been one episode so far. Uh, and, and it was really good. Um, I'm looking forward to this season. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I watched, uh, last week tonight, which, uh, it was all about, um, like the Supreme Court stuff that's going to happen and how, like, if it does happen, it's going to mess things up and how we need to, like, vote. So, yeah. But that was, it was very informative and it's, they they were off for like a month, so they're back now and that's good. Yeah. Um, I watched an episode of that Code 404 show. Yeah, how's that? It is, it is not really good. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> like, it's really weird. Um, uh, like, he... Uh, like, he dies and then comes back and, like, his his uh, partner is with his wife now when... Um, but, like, they're not telling him. Okay. And he's all, like... We have to focus on getting the person that killed me and all this other stuff. I don't know. It's it's a weird British show. Um, I finished watching AP Bio. Okay. And and I liked it a lot. Okay. Um, is yeah. it something that me and Sarah need to come back for, or is it? I don't know about you- need, but it's. I, I think the third season's better than the second season. Uh, well, I could, it, it's hard for it to be worse. I suppose. Um, like, the the episodes aren't... Uh, like they're, they're more self-contained. And, okay. And they're, they're different per episode. Like, um... I don't know, like, there. It's not. It, the third season is very different, but it's it's pretty good. Okay. Um. Let's see here. What else have I been watching? Oh, you have anything you want to throw in? Um. Let's see. I've been watching Avatar with the kids. Uh huh. And we're nearly at the end of uh, book two. And they're really enjoying it. Like they want to make time to watch it every day because I, you know, I'm I'm watching it with them, mm-hmm. and they're not able to watch it because otherwise they would have been done like weeks ago. Uh, it would be on like their third or fourth viewing of it, but right. they really love it. And I have to say that there are so many elements of Dragon Prince in that. Like they're mm-hmm. they're they're clipping like straight storylines and like. I don't know. There's all kinds of stuff that just, it's always been there. Yeah. Yeah. Avatar is really good. It is. Um, let's see. 
after the presidential debate, uh, me and Sarah had to watch a palate cleanser, and so we watched the 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 dice episode in Community. Okay. Yes, because uh, we're now in the worst timeline. We're in the darkest timeline. Yeah. Yes. And so it's it's just it was really good. It's that is I think the best episode of the entire series. Yeah. I agree. It's the same actors. It's the same plot. It's just one little change changes their entire dynamic and changes the events. And it's just excellent. Community is excellent. I think I might actually have to rewatch it again. Not all of it. I was obviously. like, you just watched it. Like, Oh, I know. It, the thing is, is that like, we definitely wouldn't watch the entire series. Just like the first three seasons. Right. Well, Dan Harmon's still there. And then, yeah, when when Dan Harmon finally leaves, I think that's it. Yeah. Like that final season is just trash. Yeah, it is. Uh let's see here. The Mass Singer's back and I've been watching it. Um and then after the Mass Singer, cuz I, I watch the Mass Singer live because if I don't then I get spoiled. <laughs> So it's like the only thing you watch live. Yeah, well, than... there's that, and then right after it, there's the show I Can See Your Voice. And uh, we, we've been watching it, and it's 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 a, it's terrible. Um, <laughs> but we are still watching it. Um, I mean, isn't that the, like, like, isn't that the opposite of The Voice where... Yes. Like, they're... Rather than going on just their vo- vocal talents, it's it's just judging a book by its cover, right? Yes. So like they have like a, a panel of celebrities that are assisting like the the main contestant to decide which ones are bad singers, and there are uh, six of them, and you go through and you rule them out one by one, and you get down to the last one, and if your last one is, is so you get ten thousand dollars for each one that's a bad singer that you select and then if you get down to the last one and the last one is a good singer then you get a hundred thousand dollars uh at the before you go to the last one you have the option to like pause and take your money or continue and and, um i i don't know like they don't tell you how many good ones there are how many bad ones so there could be like four good ones and two bad ones or the other way around or I don't know. And and you only get money for the bad ones you find. So it's a little weird. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but they do like different rounds where they'll have like, they do a lip sync round where they, they, they are singing, they're lip syncing to, uh, if they're good singers, they're lip syncing to their own voices. Um, otherwise if they're bad singers, they're, they're lip syncing to somebody else singing for them. Okay. Um, so you got to judge by their lip sync ability whether or not they're good singers. Okay. Uh, there's that, and then they do a uh, weird thing where you can look at somebody's phone, basically, and you see like videos of them like doing musical stuff, but it could be made up. Yeah, it could be dubbed. Yeah. So like you got things like that, and then like they have a. Uh, around where you get to pick somebody and you get to hear them sing, but it's like pitched like way high, and so okay. like you don't hear their actual voice. Like I mean, they, they sound, they sound like, like my girls would love. They love shows like this. Yeah, probably. 
Um, and then at the end, like the singer that you pick gets to do a duet with uh, there's a like special singer judge, and like the first episode is Nick Lachey, so they do like a duet with Nick Lachey. The second episode was uh, Jordan Sparks. Okay. So like, they do a duet with the musical artist that's for the show, and and then like so the musical artist will come up and they'll sing. And then, like, there's, like, a pause where the other person's supposed to pick up. And then you're all like, is it going to be good or is it going to be bad? And it's never like a, like a, like um, a could be good, could be bad. It's always, like, terrible screeching sort of bad singing. Okay, yeah. Um, I feel as though this is a, a way for the producers to really cheat people every now and then. Like, oh, we've blown the budget, so we're going to tell the, the final person to just screech out as horrible as they can. Maybe. You know, it's like, oh, we only had the budget for to have 10 winners this season. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, like, I, I think it's weird that they, they only give you money for getting bad singers and... Well, yeah, I mean, that's another way for them to kind of gimmick it. It's like, oh, we know you're a good singer but we're going to have you sing horribly. You know, I, I feel as though this is one of those things where you're going to see YouTube videos of the people singing like for real. Okay. Oh, they're, they're actually a decent singer. Um, yeah. So that's, that's, I can see your voice on Fox after the mass singer. And that's, that's hosted by Ken Jung. So that's fun. Um, that's what I watched over the... Uh, I also watched Star Trek Lower Decks some more. And it's it's okay. okay. And then and then the last two days I shoved in like so much stuff. <laughs> um, I watched uh, the first episode of Lovecraft Country. Yeah, how's that? Which is... It starts off slow and then it gets interesting and intense and creepy. Uh, and then that first episode just ends... And you're all like, well, now i got to keep watching and see what... I haven't watched any more. But I, I'm interested in watching more based on the first episode. Okay. I mean, it seems like a really good concept. Um, like I didn't know anything about it going in. So I don't know what the rest of it's about. But the first episode was... I I just know it's, it's, it's a lot of race tension. Yeah. I mean, I think that's the only way you can do Lovecraft stories in today's age. Mm-hmm. Um, just because he is, you know, a very well-known racist. Yeah. I don't so know. you got to make it about, you know, people of color and have them be the, the victors of his story. I guess as much as you can be victors in a Lovecraftian story. Yeah, you should watch the first episode. Uh, did, didn't we say it was on YouTube? It, yeah, yeah, it was. And so I've just not gotten around to doing that. But okay. yeah, it, it strikes me as something that I would definitely enjoy. I wonder if there are ads on it on YouTube. Like, that would be weird. Yeah. Like, maybe early, but, like, if you get to the end and then there's, like, a an ad in the middle of, like, craziness, then that would totally throw me off. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Let's see here. Becca's been watching uh, Emily in Paris. 
uh, which is that show from the Sex and the City's cre- City creators. Okay, yeah. Uh, is it very Sex and City? Uh, it's not as bad as Sex and the City. Your, your voice went up in pitch. It so did. I'm saying... um, like it's, it's an okay show. Okay. Um, it's probably not your type of show, but... Um, it's, it's kind of like sex in the city, but it's, it's a little less sex and more in the city. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I watched another episode of Fleabag. Yeah. How you like it? I, I like the show. Uh, Becca doesn't like it, so I don't watch it that frequently. Yeah. Um, it's, it's definitely one of the best written shows I've ever seen. Yeah. I just watched the episode in the first season where uh, they have like a luncheon on the of the um, like the anniversary of their mother's death. Yeah, yeah, that's the episode I just watched like last night. Okay. Yeah, it's just it's all so good, and you don't even notice that none of them have names. What? None of the characters have names. No, none of them. Like the main character is never referred to by name. Right. Yeah, I got that. The dad is referred to as the dad or my dad. Okay. The stepmother is referred to as the stepmother. Okay. Interesting. Like it, like like the only person that has a name is her sister. It's Claire. That's it. Yeah. Okay. But now you know, and it's it's going to affect you a little. Okay. Um. Let's see here. I watched the South Park pandemic special. How's that? I've I've heard that it's it's got the best ratings that the show has had in like seven seasons. It's. Oh man, like there's so much in it. Like, like South Park in general just does like crazy stuff with current events. Yeah. And and then like rubs your face in the lesson. And like I don't know. Like there's like stuff with like masks and they're like put on your chin diaper. <laughs> and like I don't know, but there's like the whole thing is like uh, I, I don't know. It's like Becca watched it with me because I was like, no, I have to watch this before I record. <laughs> and she was disturbed. <laughs> okay. Well, I, I guess I'll have to watch it. But yeah, it was, it was pretty good. Um, I watched the second episode of Barry. Yeah, we liked Barry. We watched uh, a few episodes of that. It's good. Um, I don't know that I'll continue watching it. Uh, yeah, but it's, like, it's one of those shows that it's it's really cool how the characters develop, but it's kind of like I don't know. There's a lot of things where just stuff doesn't happen. Yeah, like the the first episode like ends with with stuff happening, and the second episode I expected the second episode to end similar to this first episode. And it didn't. No. It just kind of ended. It, it kind of ebbs and flows. And because of that, I'm all like, I don't know that I want to keep watching this. 
Well, that, that's I think the issue with it is that it's not really a bingeable show. Like at the very end of the episode, some episodes are like, "Oh, we have to find out how this ends," and there are other episodes where it's like, "Oh, I can forget about this for two or three weeks." Yeah. Um. Well, we talked about earlier. I watched the first two episodes of Shit's Creek. Yeah. And, and you like it? Uh, it's okay. It was growing oh, on me. You. Okay, there's um, there's one episode. It's pretty early in, but it's where they go to a cabin, and it's it's really funny. Like I couldn't breathe. I was laughing so hard. Okay. So you need to watch until they go to a cabin. Okay. Like uh, Becca, like I'd watched the first episode, and the first episode she was all like, "This is dumb." And then I watched like 15 minutes of the second episode. And, um, and then like we got distracted and went and did something else and came back and we're like, what do you want to watch? And she's like, well, we could watch more Shit's Creek. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. I guess we could finish that episode. Yeah. So it sounds like she's interested in watching more. So we'll probably watch more of it. Yeah. It's, it gets better. I have to say the first episode, I wasn't loving it either and it gets better. And I can only assume that it hits its stride at some point where it's just killer. Yeah. I mean, if it's winning Emmys, then yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then uh, I've been watching Archer. Okay, yeah. So you enjoying that? Uh, yeah. I've watched two out of the three or four episodes that have come out this season. Um, it's it's kind of weird because, like, it's a whole different dynamic between the team of people and yeah. and Archer's still Archer. <laughs> yeah. And so it's like, it's not, it's not as funny, but it's, it's still kind of funny. I don't know. It's, it's a different kind of funny. I still hold fast that they need to make a live action version of it where they cast John Hamm as Archer, but it's still voiced by John H. Benjamin. Yes. That'd be good. Like I think that's the best way to do that. Like you, you get somebody like John Hamm who wouldn't mind being dubbed because he knows it's for a great joke. <laughs> um, and that's that's I think that's everything I've watched. On t- oh, I skipped over Sing On. Um, okay, yeah, you've been trying to get me and Sarah to watch. That I, yes, I have. It, it is it is really good. Yeah, Sarah, she said, uh, she brought that up, and I was like, well, do you want to watch that? She's all like, I think we can just watch it with the kids, the way Gina's been talking. Yeah. So I think that we're going to do that at some point. Yeah, that's, if you were going to watch something like I Can See Your Voice, then you should definitely watch something Sing On, you should watch Sing On with your kids. Okay. Like, I don't, I don't know how much, like, music you expose your kids to. Oh, they, they get exposed to a fair amount. But, like, I don't know, like, there's, um, like, a lot of... They have a different theme for each episode. So there's, like, okay. like there's, like, rock songs, and then there's, like, love songs, and there's, like, uh, movie themes and things like that. And this is that Pitch Perfect thing you were talking about? Uh, yeah, so, like, they've got, like, uh, it's like, if you ever played... Uh, with uh, rock band with the singing, or there was like the, the uh, 
this the karaoke version of that where it's got like your the where you're, the, where you're supposed to hold the pitch on the line okay yeah it's like that and uh that's that judges them and then they get money based on uh how on pitch they are and it, okay yeah yeah and then uh they they get told how much money they got for the round and then they vote somebody out okay and so it's like uh do you vote for the the person with the worst pitch or do you vote for uh your competition or yeah yeah and then at the end then it gets down to like two and whoever has the the scores the best wins okay but um it's if you like karaoke kind of stuff then it's it's pretty good okay yeah we'll check it out at some point you have any other tv you've been watching um i watched game changer which is a thing on youtube and we've talked about this uh this is uh it originally airs on dropout um but it's it's the game show where the game show changes every episode i i don't think we've talked about this um, I mean, we've talked about other shows like, um, oh, what was the other one? Uh, uh, I'm actually, and there's another YouTube uh, game show. But anyway, this one, it's uh, there's these episodes that happen every now and then where they have people come on and do impressions, and it's just it's very funny stuff. It's very entertaining. So if uh, I don't know, it's 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 well done. I like okay. it. My new uh, Chromecast thing has a YouTube button on the remote. So I've been oh, actually nice. watching some YouTube stuff. Yeah, yeah. Game Changer is worth it. Check that out. But I don't have YouTube Premium anymore, so I have to sit through commercials. It's terrible. Uh, it, it's still fine. It's not bad. Okay. Uh, we'll get into some movies. Yeah, I've, I've actually watched a couple movies. What have you been watching? Um, Sarah found out that I haven't watched Party Girl, so we had to, she forced me to sit down. And she put on Party Girl, um, which is a movie about a girl who is... Like a big club goer, like she does a lot of drugs and all kinds of stuff, but she has to work at a library. Huh. Okay. And so we watched that, and it's starring uh, Parker Posey, and it's good. It, it's it's you know it's aged pretty well. They they drop um they drop the f word a couple of times, and so that's probably the only thing that hasn't aged as well. Okay. And I'm not talking fuck. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, but yeah, we watched that because we were watching Waiting for Guffman, which is one of those, um, oh, what's his face? Um, oh, it's like Best in Show. Um, Christopher Guest? Christopher Guest. Yeah, that's his name. Yeah, it's, it's a Christopher Guest thing. Uh, this is Spinal Tap, all that. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it, you know, that was really good. And then she's like, oh, I love Parker Posey so much. It's like, yeah, but she's not really been in anything. And she's like, well, except for Party Girl. And I was like, oh, I've never seen Party Girl. And she's like, oh, we're watching that right now. <laughs> um, so Where, yeah, we, uh, where'd you find Party Girl? It was on, I think, IMDb TV or something like that. Okay. Yeah, it was available free somewhere. Um, and then we, uh, we watched, uh, tonight we watched Nightmare Before Christmas. Okay. With the kids. Yeah. And it was also Sarah's first time watching it. 
Oh, really? Yeah. She doesn't like Tim Burton. Yeah. I don't, I don't blame her there. Yeah. And, I mean, there are quite a few scenes where it's like, this is a bit much. Um, but the girls, neither of them said they were too scared about it. So we'll see if they have nightmares here shortly. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, but, yeah, they seem to enjoy it. Okay. Um, and it was nice to relive some of my old nostalgia and everything. Um, but what you've been watching? What are you watching? Any movies? I I watched Hamilton. Oh, I, I well, finished did you Hamilton. like it or did you love it or did you adore it? <laughs> um, so I had only watched the first half before, and then Grandma came to visit and she's like, "Well, I haven't seen Hamilton," and and Becca was like, "Well, let's watch Hamilton." Yeah. And so, like, I got through the first half again and was all like, oh, there's another hour and a half of this. And uh, the second half is a little more engaging. It is, yeah. Um, it's so, uh, Thomas Jefferson, uh, uh, David Diggs is just excellent. Yes. Yeah. Like, that's, it's, yeah, that does make that. Um. And, um, I don't know. Okay. I, I didn't love the, the scene where he gets shot. Oh, spoilers, man. Come on. <laughs> like, See, I love that. Uh, but the thing is I, I listened to the music and I think that the studio recording is a lot better than the stage performance. Okay. Like it's, I just enjoy things that are more polished. Yeah. I get you. Like um, I didn't, I didn't like the way they did it. Is what? Yeah, in my mind, I painted a picture that was a lot different. Gotcha. So I, I agree with that. But still, I don't know. I, I think Hamilton is excellent. We actually sat down and we were watching it with the kids. Okay. And we watched. We watched the first half. I think just about. Actually, we watched. We watched right before the end of the revolutionary war. Okay. And, um, and then the kids were tired. And so we were like, okay, we'll just cut it off here. And they never asked to watch it again. So we never came back to it. <laughs> yeah. And it's just one of those things where asking a five-year-old and a nine-year-old or an eight-year-old to sit through a three-hour stage play. Cause ZZ thought it was a movie. Yeah. And, like, the only reason why Sarah and I like it is because we like the music. We like the story. Mm-hmm. So it's one of those things. And also, it's good that we didn't invest, you know, $70 for a ticket that, you know, they hated. Right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But, yeah. Uh, that's all I've been watching. You watch anything else? Uh, no. Not, not anything else. All right, well, um, I'm going to try and watch more things over the next few weeks. The weather's starting to change here and with the smoke and everything. Yeah. So I might actually have, you know, a couple things that people might be interested in. I had this week off school, so I had a lot of time to watch things. Yeah. So. Uh, but anyway, anyway. Uh, if you like this podcast, you can find us at Media Monday Show at Facebook. Uh, you can send us a message at MediaMondayShow at gmail.com. Yeah, send us an email there. You can leave us a voice message at message.mediamondayshow.com. Yeah. And we would put you on the podcast. 
I, I'm I, I'm a terrible podcast person and don't check the email. So let me do that right now. Uh, password. Nope, no emails. <laughs> no, okay. But yeah, so if you uh, if you liked what you heard, if you uh, didn't like what you heard, let us know. Yep. Uh, and uh, otherwise, we'll see you in two weeks for episode seventy-two. Yeah, we'll be back. Thank you all, and bye bye. Bye bye. Click.